Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. Today, we are going to continue our conversation of what to expect in an IA retreat. In the last episode, I kind of gave you a quick walkthrough of what happens when you arrive to the space, what is expected, the smudging process on the entrance of the retreat and the explanation that I gave you regarding the amount of spirits and plan that lives in the area. And we also talk about the Ahusasha bath. So I gave you like a quick description of what will happen the day that you arrive and then the next day that is the day that you will drink the medicine the intention setting the maybe sitting with Campbell all these different new like aspects of coming into the space and then we close that with lights out when you drink your medicine or you drink the ayahuasca and we're calling it medicine because that's what the natives call it. Everybody in the group drinks, the maestro drinks, and then we blow the candles. Okay. So in other traditions like Yamanawas or um, in other spaces, when they consume ayahuasca, they usually do it around a fire. Um, they have lights. You're able to move. You're able to do all of these things. In the Shapivo tradition, that is the tradition that Shaman Flora follows to serve the medicine, you are sitting in darkness, stillness, for the entire time while the maestra sings Icaros. What are Icaros? Icaros are songs that are given to the maestra, the maestro, the shaman, the taita by a spirit. In one of my episodes, I explained to you what it takes to become a shaman. And when you become a shaman in the Shapibo tradition, a maestro, you must diet about 10 different master plants. When you diet these plants, and you isolate yourself, and then you close your ceremony with ayahuasca, the plants, the spirits of these plants, they give you the songs, this ikaros, for you to use in ceremonies. So then you help people navigate the experience. So the maestra is the driver of the ceremony, right? She is the one that drives the ceremony. Right, and the Icaros are the road. Perfect. The Icaros are the road. So whatever she sings, that Icaro, that song will guide you towards whatever it is that you need to go for your ceremony. So when you diet, when you go through an 
shamanic apprenticeship, it's not like the maestra is going to tell you, hey, by the way, these are the songs, here's the lyrics, read them, learn them, sing them. Mm-mm. In the Shipibo tradition, doesn't work that way. Your ikero is your own, is your own creation that it was given to you by the plants. So what, you, what we do in the ceremony is you drink and then after you drink, for the first 30 minutes, it's completely silence. It's just silence. It's darkness and silence. No one is saying anything. No one is doing nothing. We're just waiting, waiting for the medicine to come into the space, be felt in the body, so then we can start singing. And once like the first person purges, and usually there is like a dominant effect for the most part, for the most part, the first person that drinks, that is the person that is at the left side of the maestra, usually is the first person to purge. That's not always true. Sometimes it could be someone else, depending on how sensitive they are. But I've seen ceremonies where the first person purges and then it's like a dominant effect. Like everyone starts purging. Once the first person purges and the maestra connects to that, then she starts singing her ikaros. Usually they start with something that sounds like this. If you have ever been... In an ayahuasca ceremony, this will bring you back <laughs> to those moments. So that's usually how they start, and then they start their ikaros. Their ikaros are in their own language, and they're just, oh my God, they're so beautiful. And they can make you feel so many things. So during the time that you're in the ceremony, the maestro is going to be singing ikaros the entire time. So she will sing an ikaro that basically what he does, he opens the space, he brings the medicine, gets everybody ready to go. And then eventually, once she thinks it's time, then she will move from her seat or where she's sitting, and she will go to the first person to the left that is in the ceremony the first person to the left sitting next to her and she will sit in front of that person and then she will do a cleanse for that person. That's what she will do. She will sit in front of them and then when you are in that space, the request from the maestra is for you to sit up, to like sit in your dignity line like someone taught me, for you to like receive what the maestra is about to give you. In an ayahuasca retreat, specifically for shaman flora, the first ceremony is completely designed to cleanse your body. And I mentioned this before. The first ceremony, what we do and what the maestra does and what the medicine is, an, is intending to do is to cleanse your physical body, your spiritual body, your mental body. So it's all about cleaning clearing, just removing whatever it is that is getting on the way for you to go deeper in your intention, removing to all the debris, anything that doesn't serve you. Um, for people that have never sat with ayahuasca before, usually your first ceremony is kind of like 
the medicine is getting to know you and you're getting to know the medicine. So the chances of someone having like a wild first ayahuasca ceremony where they have never had it is rare, except if you have a second cup. So if you drink your first cup, you sit with it. And then two hours later, you have a second cup. The chances of you having a pretty deep ceremony where you really feel the medicine can be really high. I'm not saying that that's always the case, but it is a possibility. But that's usually what the first ceremony. So the ceremony goes between five to six hours, depending. We start at seven and then ends at midnight. And then once the ceremony ends and the maestra closes the ceremony with an ikaro and she lets us know, she always check in around the room. Is everybody doing okay? Is everything fine? And, and then once she feels like it's time to close, then she closes the ceremony. Some of you may ask, Jimena, so in the middle of the ceremony, if I need to use the, the bathroom, what do I do? It's very simple. There is a facilitator in the ceremony. And in Shaman Flora, our facilitators do not drink the medicine. So they could be sober. We need at least one person in the whole room that actually is completely sober and it doesn't have any medicine or doesn't have any ayahuasca in them. So they are the ones that take you to the bathroom. They make sure that if you need anything, like like um, if you like end up vomiting yourself all over, then that gets cleaned up. So there is always someone there. And we touched this on the previous uh, episode. We'll be taking care and watching over you. So the ceremony ends. And then after the ceremony ends, then the facilitator will set up beds inside the maloca. So inside the maloca, we have mats where we put on top of where you were sitting and we have blankets and we have pillows. So everybody, everybody, including the maestra, the facilitator and the clients sleep in the maloca. And why is that? The reason why is that is because ayahuasca has a mind on its own. And remember what I told you before, you will get what you need, not what you want. And if in the middle of the night, at 2 a.m. in the morning or 3 a.m. in the morning, you end up getting like a wave of the medicine and you're like in the middle of it, at least you're not alone in your room trying to figure it out. There is someone within reach that is there watching over you, watching over you the entire time to make sure that you're safe. So we sleep all in there, 6 a.m., we all wake up. So at Shema Flora, what we like to do and we invite all our clients to do is at 6 a.m. when we wake up, we do a debrief. For some people, it's a little bit too much. For other people, it's completely fine. So it's, it's a 100% um, volunteer, like you don't have to do it, but we encourage you to do it. And it's a debrief that we share our experience with the group 
and most importantly, with the maestra. So that's a time where everybody has the opportunity to tell the maestra what was their experience like, if they have any questions for her, um, anything at all. So we go around the room, every single person shares as much as they want to or not at all. And then after that, everybody gets sent back to their rooms to take a shower. It's recommended that after an Aya ceremony, people shower from head to toe. Water is extremely grounding, is, is one of the most grounding elements out there to help humans is water. So to shower themselves. And then at eight o'clock, we meet all for breakfast. So we have breakfast and, and then in breakfast, depending on how everyone is feeling, this is one of the things about retreats is there is always a schedule around ceremonies and anything that has to do with like to with food and and activities however at the end of the day it gets to be tailored to the clientele because if we have a group of people that just went through an ayahuasca ceremony that it was really intense and they barely got any sleep most likely after breakfast what everybody wants to do is go back to the rooms and lay down and go to sleep however there's also other clients or others other retreats that we have people that they go through their ceremonies and their ceremonies were intense in a way but they have the energy and the capacity to do more afterwards. So it really depends. And at Shaman Flora, on that day that we call it integration day, every single day after an ayahuasca ceremony, we do integration day, meaning we help our clients to go and revisit their ceremonies with their intention so then they can start putting the pieces together. Because remember, ayahuasca speaks in archetypes. So it's really important for you as a client to revisit your ceremony with your intention and start decipher what is it that the medicine is, is, is communicating to you? So on that day after breakfast, we kind of take a pulse and check where everybody is at. Usually from like eight to noon, that is lunch. We don't do anything. We just let people be kind of like digest everything and, and figure it out where they are and what they want and what they need. And then at noon we have lunch and after lunch, then that afternoon, based on where everybody's at, we do a journaling exercise where we all get together. There is a close eye process, help bringing our clients back into their heart space so they can fill themselves up. And then from that place, then we prompt some questions that will help that prompt some questions that will help our clients dive deep into their ceremony, bring some information forward, and then have them write it down so then they can they can either keep it to themselves or like share it with the whole group. And then after that at six we have dinner. And then dinners are really beautiful. Sometimes we do candlelight dinners or or just 
you know, with a little bit of music in the background. And then dinner is over and then everybody goes to bed at eight. So that's the third day. Now we're going into the fourth day, very similar to the second day. We wake up, we have breakfast. Then after breakfast, we do intention setting again with the maestra. Every single person goes 45 minutes. We revisit what happened in the first ceremony and then make sure if the intention of the first ceremony needs to be carried to the second one or we need to go in a different direction, kind of like taking the pulse and figuring out if, if we are taking the direction that we want. And then after we have collected everyone's in, intention and we're ready to go, then same thing, we have breakfast. I mean, sorry, we have lunch is your last meal. And then at four o'clock, everybody goes back to the room. No water. Ceremony starts at seven. We call everybody to come up with our conch or the shell that we use. We use like a conch to, to blow and then makes like this beautiful noise that everybody can listen to in the jungle. And then same mapacho, smudging, and then we go again into the ceremony and then the same thing happens. Same ceremony finish, maestra closes the ceremony and then 6 a.m. we wake up, debrief, and now we are in day four of your retreat. And then very similar format of the integration day from your first ceremony. We go through the same thing. We have breakfast, we have lunch, we'll have an integration exercise. Maybe we'll do some sound healing. Like I said, everything is very tailored to the group that comes because each group calls for something different. It needs something different. And then now we go to die day five. That day is the day of your last ayahuasca ceremony if you're doing a seven-day retreat or is your third ayahuasca ceremony of four ayahuasca ceremonies of your 11-day retreat. And that day we do something that we call the tiger walk or the camino del tigre, like we'll say in Spanish. And it's a beautiful hike around the premises of Shaman Flora. So you can actually not only experience the jungle at its fullest, but also learn how different master plans look like and grow. Because remember what I said in the previous episode, the land has about 110 medicinal plants and some of these plants are master plants. They grow in the premises. So in this dark tiger walk that we do, we go around the entire um, circumference of all the tambos. I mean, we don't do the whole center. The center is like 40 acres of land. So we won't be able to do that, but we are able to go around every, around this circular, circular hike that connects all the tambos. So you will be able to pass through all of them. And then at the end, we finish the hike in this beautiful tree. It's called an almond tree. And it's like 
300 feet tall, it's massive, it's huge, it's beautiful. We all get to take pictures with this amazing tree, it's like 300 years old. And then after that, we go to launch and then we do intention settings again. The third day of intention settings is not as extensive as the day one and day two. We do go deep because we always go deep with our intentions. Ashema Flora is super important for us to make sure that our clients have a deep intention for their ceremony because remember this is their anchor this is what is going to keep you grounded throughout the entire experience that day we usually don't do it with the maestra depending on where the maestra is at we do 30 minutes we check in is like hey how was the last intention was that good do we need to change if it was good then can we go deeper and then we do the intention settings. And then after that, go back to your tambo at four, relax before your last ceremony or your third ceremony. We meet and then round three goes. That's round three. And then the next day we wake up, we have our food, we have our uh, breakfast, we get ready to exit the jungle so for some retreats we exit the jungle that the, the, the next day after the ceremony that that will be the day seven in other retreats depending of who's coming then we stay that day and then we have an extra day so it depending sometimes i have clients that they can't stay eight days they can only stay seven days and they want to leave on the day seven there's some other clients that are a little bit more flexible with their times and they want to stay an extra day so we stay eight but that in the nutshell is the structure of the retreats. On the day that we exit the jungle, we have breakfast, we have lunch, we exit, we get to Iquitos. And then after we get to Iquitos, usually we meet with the maestra, we have dinner with the maestra. So then everybody gets to take pictures and, and kind of socialize with her and learn about her outside the ceremony space because let me tell you she's just as human as you and me and they all are they do have a beautiful gift but it doesn't change the fact that they are human beings so then after that we have dinner with her and then everybody splits after that but guess what that is not the end not with us anyways then a week after you come back, we reach out to you to check in where you are and then have what I call integration calls. It's really important and I can't stress this enough for those of you that are listening. It's really, really, really important to have integration after your ceremonies. So what we do is one week after your retreat, we reach out and we schedule time with me or your facilitator to see where you are and how can we help you and go deeper into what are you doing to integrate. And I mean, I already did um episode on integration. I'm hoping to bring a guest soon that is specialized in integration with psychedelics and kind of talk more into the practices and what is required 
in the integration part of your ceremony. But then we have that call with you. We check where you are, see if you need any of our help. And if you do, then we'll schedule a second call. We add you to our groups of community. So then you always have someone to talk to after you go through the process. And then after that, now you're part of the family. So that, my friends, is a quick insight into what to expect an ayahuasca retreat at Shaman Flora. And if you ever, ever have any questions or want to learn more about it and want more details, do not hesitate to reach out to me. My email is Jimena at Rainforest Healing Center. And let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're curious of and how can me and the team help you when you choose to go and do ayahuasca, if not with us, with someone else. Have a wonderful day. And the last thing that I will say is after you listen to this episode, if you feel cold to work with this medicine, give yourself the gift of doing it and finding the right people to do it with. Many, many blessings and talk to you later. Thank you so much, so much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.